0: Hi, teacher mama. Welcome to episode one hundred thirteen. We we all want to feel less stressed by just you know having less things to be stressed about, right? Like, but a lot of times we can't control the events that happen that make us feel stressed. We do have control over is our thoughts which then bleeds into our emotions our feelings so how can we have more control over our thoughts and feelings so the stress can just you know more easily roll off our backs rather than getting stuck in our minds and stuck in our bodies which then makes us feel tired you know maybe even exhausted and crabby, irritable, physically run down, and just so many other symptoms. And just five to 10 minutes a day, maybe even while you're still lying in bed, maybe even on your commute to work, you can make a significant impact in the way your body handles stress. And I can't wait to dive into this uh, with you today because. So this is something that I've been doing maybe three or four times a week recently, and I can feel the positive difference it makes in my ability to treat myself with compassion and patience when a stressor comes my way.
1: Hey, Teacher Mama! Welcome to the Teacher Mama's Podcast. Do you want to feel rested and have more focus in the classroom and at home? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for motivational quotes, ways to keep students' attention, or creative ways to relieve stress? Do you wake up with big, ambitious goals only to feel exhausted and inefficient when behaviors continue to show up in the classroom and you find yourself taking work home again? Hey, I'm Ashley. And I'm Roberta. We, too,
2: felt exhausted and wished for less behaviors and more time to do the things we love outside of school. We wanted to live more energetic and balanced lives and keep work at work. But we kept telling ourselves we didn't have enough time
1: or energy. Until we found some time and stress management strategies that worked for each of us. In this podcast, you're gonna find health, routines and mindset tips so that you will feel energetic and not exhausted. So go grab your favorite drink and a notebook and your favorite pen because we're about to dive in.
2: Hey, teacher mama, do you wanna come hang out with a group of teacher mamas just like you? Inside the free time and stress management tips for teacher mamas group, you'll get to learn different time management and stress relieving strategies that make teaching, momming and wifing easier and fun again. And we're ready to share it with you. So go join the link now join the group now at um, bit.ly forward slash time and stress management. The link will also be down below in the show notes, but if you want to remember, it's bit.ly forward slash time and stress management, and it'll take you right to the free community. Also, you can become an insider and get weekly emails from us, and you can sign up for that newsletter at subscribe page dot io forward slash the teacher mama's newsletter or again it's down in the show notes on to our show
0: so recently um i think i've mentioned this a few times here on the podcast but if you're new here um hi i'm Roberta uh recently I've been dealing with like a major hormonal imbalance which was making my anxiety really skyrocket all of a sudden I could have uh, felt super anxious over like the tiniest of things um and sometimes it just felt super irrational and ridiculous and it was just overwhelming the amount of times that I felt anxious over literally nothing. And while I was working on balancing my hormones from a nutritional and medicinal standpoint, I also knew that I really needed, you know, I couldn't just wait for my hormones to balance out. I needed to find ways to regulate my anxiety and handle stress right now. Because every little thing was causing me to feel stress. And on a really tangible level, I saw that that stress was causing physical harm. I saw my blood pressure numbers uh, while I was at the doctor's office during this time period, which to a side note led to even more stress because then I got really anxious about the high blood pressure number. But um, my blood pressure was the highest it's ever been in my entire life. And it was consistent. There were multiple doctor's appointments during this time, and it was high each time. And even the few calming breaths I would take throughout the appointment, and then we'd take my blood pressure again at the end of the appointment to see if it came down. I mean, yes, it came down, but not as much as I wanted. So I knew that I needed to make a change, not only for my mental and emotional health, but also my physical health. One of the things I decided to do was add daily meditation back into my life. And for a long time, I was actually really good at doing at least one meditation um, every day. But during that time when Everything is causing stress, like you get so caught up in what's going on that you kind of go into survival mode and you forget to do the things that you know help. And that's definitely something that I found true in that season for myself. I was kind of forgetting to do these things that I thought would help because I'm like, well, it's it's a hormonal imbalance. There's nothing I can do to help me. Like, this is something I have to wait out, which of course isn't isn't and wasn't true, but those were the, the the things my brain was trying to offer up. And so I realized that, okay, I know meditation has so many benefits, one of which is helping to reduce stress and um, hopefully that'll help reduce my blood pressure. So I decided to add meditation back into my day twice a day. Okay, so fast forward just a little bit, and I was reading a book called The Art of Confident Living by Dr. Brian Robinson. Um, Since my word of the year is confidence, this was a book that drew me in, and I'm so glad it did. Um, I had been like meditating um, in its most basic form, right? Like doing the deep breaths. And then breathing normally and counting my breaths and really focus on my breathing. And anytime my mind wandered, bringing it back to my breath, which is great. That's that's um, creating you know, neural pathways and it's doing all sorts of things that um, I didn't plan to get into today, so I won't. But and I have been seeing a little bit of um, improvement in the way that I felt my stress through doing that, but then through reading this, uh, book, one of the very first things that he offers as a solution to feel more of our confident selves, which later I will give you his, um, definition of what a confident self is, but, uh, for right now, what's important is that, um, he he describes a meditation that I have found very very useful. It can take as little as five minutes, and you don't even need to be closing your eyes to do it. So, um, this this meditation is called the internal boardroom meditation, and I think it's a beautiful meditation um, because he has us thinking about our internal parts and. Um, maybe even our inner child, it kind of depends um, every day, but it has us treating our emotions and the different thoughts, thought patterns, different pieces of ourselves, has us treating all of that with compassion and acknowledgement or understanding instead of how we most often really harshly push our true feelings aside and don't even allow ourselves to maybe even think through something because we don't want to feel something hard. So we push it away, but really that's adding even more stress onto our bodies. So I wanted to read um, a little quote from the book. I highly recommend it. Even if your word of the year is not confidence. And honestly, even if you feel confident in some areas of your life and not others um i think this book is just chock full of amazing insights that can help you at really any point in your life uh okay so from the book the art of confident living um on page 35 he said this is this is the meditation he describes okay so you go inside and visualize your internal boardroom and side note I visualize I don't know why because the you know conference rooms that I've ever been a part of were in a school so they were like windowless and a long table with like the phone in the middle for you know conf- like conference calls or whatever and like they're these Dull rooms. But when I picture my internal boardroom, I'm kind of picturing like a high rise, like building, and the room is windows on like three out of the four sides. And they're like floor to ceiling windows. So you can see outside and see the natural light. And it's really bright and light, and everything's like white and beautiful. And that's kind of how I picture my internal boardroom. But anyway, picture your own. Let me, let me continue, okay, let me start over. So you go inside and visualize your internal boardroom. Imagine your confident self sitting at the head of the table, remembering that curiosity is the gateway to your confident self. Look around the boardroom, taking an inventory of which of your parts might be around the conference table today. Notice with the same curiosity you'd use when you peek inside a closet or attic wondering what sorts of stuff you've accumulated over the last five years. He goes on to say, you know, tension or worry might be there. Uh, You might notice control or judgment. So you simply notice those things. You acknowledge them as you scan around the table. Okay, so that's the meditation in a nutshell. And what I love about this is a couple different things. Like one, I've um, personally done this a lot where like my alarm goes off and I have a beautiful alarm. It's just some birds chirping and a light that, that turns on. But when that goes off, then I'm still laying in bed. My eyes are still closed, but I'm doing this meditation. And it's kind of a nice transition from being in my cozy bed to being a part of the world. Um, And it's, it's nice because I can feel accomplished before I even step out of bed in the morning. And, and I feel good because the moment we wake up, I mean, our brains are ready. We may not be, but our brains are ready and they are ready to throw things at us as fast as well, faster than we can handle them. And so this meditation is a good way to recognize all of those things before the day even begins. And um, but it doesn't have to be at the beginning of the day. Maybe it's at the end of the day and it's a way to process how um, the day went. And so instead, you're focusing on the past and what what parts of you showed up today or what are you feeling now because of the day. And so that can be really beautiful. But what I really love is the versatility, because. You don't even need to be, it doesn't have to be the beginning of the day. It doesn't have to be at the end of the day. It could be literally literally any time. And it could be while you're driving. If you have just like five minutes or stuff that's stuck in traffic, or you have a long commute or even a short commute, right? But you can go through this internal boardroom while you're driving and and think through what am I, what are these different parts that are showing up today and acknowledge those. And that's really great. So that's like the meditation in a nutshell. Okay. So then let's talk about, well, what are some parts that might be showing up as teacher moms? Um, Sometimes like for myself, I can see a version of myself sitting at the table trying to kind of like hide a little bit. You know, my hair is like covering my face. My hand is like my face is resting on my hand and I'm like leaning over and like hunched and I, I visualize that as the part of myself that's feeling like really exhausted and maybe even overwhelmed and so I pause, like with this meditation what you do when you see whatever it is you pause and you don't look at it with judgment but with curiosity and say you know I see you I understand and just notice that that person's there today, Uh, that part of you is there today. Maybe, Maybe you see a version of you that's a little child, that inner child version of you that's feeling really insecure. And so take a moment and just acknowledge that. Kind of give a little nod. You know, imagine giving your a nod to the to the child version of you, and maybe you say like, "It's okay. I I've got this. I can take care of you. You know, just like you would your own child. Uh, you know, imagining talking to your own self as a child." Okay, so a quick little funny thing before I get to the last thing that I wanted to talk about with the internal boardroom meditation. Um, I just had to pause recording because I heard this like weird noise in the bathroom and I'm like, oh, of course the initial thought that came to my mind was why are my kids being loud? They knew I was finishing recording. I can't believe they're being so obnoxious, you know? And I like immediately blamed my kids. (sighs) You know, because that's what our brains do. They like find fault immediately unless we train it to do otherwise, which I'm working on. I am working on. I, so I pause the recording. I go and go into the bathroom, but the lights off. So I'm like, okay, well, it's not my kids because they don't like the dark. And I open the shower curtain and my cat is in there messing with the drain. What? She's never done that before, first of all. And it was such an obnoxious sound. It was so loud and, like, echoed. And I'm like, what are you doing? You don't even like water. What are you doing in the bathroom? Oh. And then, of course, it was like, okay, good reminder that... Ah, did you hear that? She did it again. She knocked something down in the shower. Oh. I love my cats. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I was just thinking that it's a good reminder that assuming things more often than not are just incorrect. Maybe not like fully incorrect, but at least partially incorrect. And in this case, I blamed my kids before I knew all of the facts and it had nothing to do with my kids. In fact, they're being beautiful little angels doing their jobs and leaving me alone. So um, quick breath and a reminder to stop assuming things, to find the facts first and to live life with curiosity, right? That's what we're talking about today. To look at ourselves with curiosity and without judgment. And I'm trying to bring that into other aspects of my life. So that's where that story came in. All right. So uh, first we talked about what the actual meditation is. Then we talked a little bit about like maybe some parts that might be showing up. And I, I talked about the negative parts, but of course there could be positive parts too. Like maybe um, you're excited about something happening. And so like there's a, a version of yourself that's like dressed up in really brightly colored clothes and you have your makeup on and your hair is just like on point And you just see this version of you with a big smile on your face. And you can acknowledge that, too. Notice that, too. And that's beautiful. Um, So there could be positive things. There could be neutral pieces of yourself. There could be um, inner child stuff. There could be negative things. There could be, you know, the list goes on and on. And it's not going to be the same every day. And that's why this can be so beautiful. Because you can really um, set the stage and take ownership of, Your thoughts and feelings, so that you're not pushing them aside. And that you're also not judging yourself for how you feel. It's just saying, oh, okay, I'm feeling this. And maybe that's okay. And maybe that's all that needs to happen. But maybe, maybe there's more, right? So, this last part that I want to talk about, um, I'm going to read another quote from the book, but basically, like, maybe there's There's something that's happening and you need to listen to your uh, parts concerns about something Um, like maybe there's something that you've been avoiding or pushing off because you don't want to think about it uh, because it makes you uncomfortable. You know, often that's what we do as human beings. That's what our brains want us to do is to avoid the things that make us uncomfortable. And so if there's something that, um, trying to avoid that's normal. And this is a really safe place to hear those concerns that we have for ourselves in this meditation, Um, especially when you're able to get yourself into this state of curiosity and compassion. All right, so I'm going to read this quote here. So, simply notice and acknowledge each part as you scan around table. Don't try to get rid of or change a part and don't try to fix the situation. All parts are welcome. You could also check in with each part that you notice and ask what's up with it to see if it has any concerns. Sometimes this curiosity expands into a sense of clarity about what's going on internally or a feeling of calm and possibly even compassion for that part. So maybe um, the example I think of for us teacher moms is that maybe there's a part of you at the table today um, who's fretting over a meeting with a parent, with admin that maybe you're going to have later today. And so this is the opportunity to listen to your concerns about that meeting. What are the concerns? Whether they're valid or not, whether they're irrational or not. It's a time to listen with curiosity and openness. You acknowledge the concerns just like you would a dear friend, right? I It makes me think about that Brene Brown quote. Um, talk to yourself like you would talk to someone you love. When you're being your most calm and loving self, how do you talk to a friend? Or how do you talk to your children when you're in that state of of calmness and patience and just radiating love imagine that version of you and remind yourself to use that same compassion with yourself not only in the internal boardroom meditation but like i just that experience i had while i was recording today right like it is the self-talk that we have throughout the day if we treat it with curiosity and without judgment that will lead to less stress i mean this entire meditation has so many different um, little reasons why it can help manage stress. And I think uh, I noticed for myself, I'm going to continue using this because it has improved my blood pressure, to be quite honest. And it has improved the way I think and the way I feel. And so I'm going to continue because I have noticed a difference. And I know that you will quickly begin to notice the way that you handle stress improving and to start to feel more of your confident self as well. So I just wanted to end today with a quote um, from the book, The Art of Confident Living, talking about what the confident self is. So in his book, uh, the introduction to internal family systems model psychotherapist Richard Schwartz describes eight C qualities that will help you know when you're in touch with your confident self. In this book, I draw upon his eight C words to describe the confident self. So here are those things: those eight things. A sense of clarity and direction, an unmistakable feeling of infectious calm. Three. a a connectedness within yourself and with others. Four, more curiosity and less judgment of self and others. Five, heightened self-confidence. Six, increased susceptibility to compassion for self and others. Seven, greater courage to face life's challenges. And eight, bursts of creativity that let you think outside the box these eight qualities which reflect your true nature are peppered throughout this book okay so that's the end of the quote and a lot of those things could be found within this internal boardroom meditation we can be practicing our self-confidence and Um, practice feeling clarity and understanding our direction because we're being open and honest and less judgmental with ourselves we are able to feel more calm a connectedness within ourselves Uh, we're practicing looking at ourselves with curiosity and those judgments with more compassion and courage to look and listen to the concerns of maybe those life's challenges so and all of this, I think, is could lead to uh, creativity. When we're less stressed, we're more able to be creative. And that's beautiful. So I hope this resonated with you today. I hope this was helpful. Um, please go leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. It is honestly the best way to help our show grow. And we would be eternally grateful. So try this out at home. And let me know how it goes at the teacher mamas podcast at gmail.com send us an email
1: hey teacher mama we hope you enjoyed today's episode if so would you take 30 seconds and leave a review on apple podcasts it lights us up to know this podcast is helping you also please share this with a friend who might need it today
2: okay time to go spend all that extra time we have with our families no more stressing out over schoolwork that didn't get done before contract time We'll meet you back here in a couple of days for another episode. Bye.